We live in the age of technology overload. We're always on, we're always reachable. Rarely do we get to experience the joy of solitude or the respite of nature. I'm John Staff, the CEO and founder of Getaway. We're on a mission to give people the time, space, and permission to be off. Welcome back to the Getaway Podcast. This is season two. Now, as you may or may not know, Getaway runs an artist fellowship. The idea is that artist fellows will use nature as their canvas to explore their own creative practice. From painters to sculptors to musicians, the artist fellowship program provides a free getaway to artists looking to harness their talents in a focused and quiet environment. Anyone creative can apply. And at the end of the experience, all we ask is that the artists share what they created during their escape. We've really seen it all, from chefs planning their next season of menus to light designers projecting their designs onto our cabins. There's just something about the quiet beauty of a campfire or the sound of leaves rustling as you take a walk in nature that really lulls our brain into a deeper and more creative thought pattern. And that's where the magic of getting away to nature really lies. Sometimes all it takes is the right environment for you to unlock a new idea or to come up with your next masterpiece. For a lot of us, making things is how we meditate, how we puzzle through a problem, or how we make sense of this crazy world. The very act of making can itself be a mindfulness exercise, a way to communicate complex feelings to someone else, or simply a chosen medium of expression. Now, I'm not here to argue why making art is worthwhile. What I can do is give you a window into what four artists experienced on their getaways. In the next part of this episode, you'll hear from Nicole, Nate, Lauren, and Sarah about their experience and how nature really can be an artist's best friend. Portland-based uh, artist, um, mostly I work in uh, film photography. So hi, I'm Nicole Paletta. I am a visual artist. I'm based in Boston, Massachusetts, and my focus across many decades of making art is a variety of medium, and one of my favorite things to do is collage. I also focus on drawing photography and works on fabric. This is uh, Laura McKenzie. I am a 30-year-old artist that lives in Cleveland, and I'm a mother of two. Hi, guys. I'm Nate Bittinger. I'm a Maryland videographer and photographer. I'm horrible at this. What, how do you end that? Like, how do people normally end that? Hey, I'm Haley. I'm a producer on this podcast. I also happen to be a getaway guest and an artist myself. So, like John said, this episode is all about the artists of Getaway and how spending some quality time out of the studio, immersed in nature, gave them permission to try new things, to let their work be a little more loose and a little more perfectly imperfect. Like how when you look at a tree, you know it isn't perfect per se, but it isn't supposed to be, and that kind of makes it perfect inherently. Each artist we spoke to talked about this phenomena of making art in the natural world. What can be a pressure-filled experience to make something perfect in a studio space becomes something totally different when you're out in a cabin looking at rocks and realizing that every shape is good just the way it is. The pressure comes off. You're free to create. Some of the people you just heard from have done the Artist Fellowship, some are planning to, and one or two just made really awesome art on their getaway trips. And each artist we spoke to had a different story about how the space of getaway influenced them to loosen up their practice or projects. Here's Sarah. She's a photographer based in Portland. During the week... My day job is related to 
photography, but um, it's mostly like I'm trying to squeeze in time to work on, you know, whatever project I'm wanting to finish or just concentrate and come up with new ideas. Um, but it's like squeezing it in around all the, like emptying the dishwasher and, you know, like doing your laundry and all the stuff that we all have to do. But yeah, when you're kind of isolated and away from, to me, it's like even away from the city, like, you know, Portland, I feel like you can just, things just come to you easier, you know, like you're, I just can think more clearly and with more like intent, you know. For Lauren, a painter, nature is how she gets in touch with not only her artwork, but her spirituality. And different atmospheres affect her work in different ways, a process she loves to see reflected in her final products. It's hard sometimes to find a balance because I don't really think that there's necessarily a way to balance between motherhood, life, being an individual, being an artist. It's just like sometimes one suffers more than the other and you just play hot potato sometimes. For me, like, I'm very connected. Like, I'm more of a spiritual person. I'm not a religious person anymore. Um, but nature is where I am I feel very spiritually connected. And because I'm spiritually connected in nature, it's where I'm able to connect through my artwork. For Nate, a videographer and photographer who has the rare skill of shooting a spectacular wedding video, finding a way to recharge and enjoy a new environment isn't so much about the location as it is the way he approaches documenting it, which can be tricky in the age of social media. I know a lot of people, when they go hiking or any or go on any type of trip, they're just all about like Instagram, um, taking photos on their phone, sharing, and just all that kind of stuff. When I started photography, I was in that phase, but then I kind of fizzled out of it because I realized that I wasn't really experiencing the things that I was going to experience if that makes sense. It's it's nice recording and having and having fun making like content and just like documenting the adventure, but I do try to take a couple like minutes and you know, we'll sit down and just kind of like relax and take everything in. It's not all about like showing off on social media trying to make you seem like you're that person. And that's what I try to keep it as, just kind of like a documentation or like a memory you can look back. Not so much as like a like, like I'm boasting, like, ah, I'm here kind of thing, or just kind of showing off because, I mean, that's not, that's not really what it's about. But I just need a break every so often, you know? No matter what you do, you always need, like, you can love something, but then you're always going to need, like, something else just to, to keep that creativity flowing, I guess. When you get there, it's suddenly quiet. And having that quiet, you have to get used to it because there's all these city noises, stimulation. And once you get settled into the quiet, then I think you can really stop and look and listen and reflect, which is really important for all of us in every way. And I think especially um, making, making art. So what happened when these artists did exactly what Nicole is saying? Stop, look, listen. Taking a moment to notice the environment around them. Well, permission. Permission to let go of perfection and to just make something. Here's Nicole again. There's obviously so much complexity in nature and perfection, um, but there's also a lot that uh, is not perfect, if you will. You know, the 
bark on the leaf on the tree and the leaves on the tree they're you know the forms are perfect but some are crumpled some are ants are eating some of the bark's falling off it's just a lot to look at and take in and I don't feel that obsessive need for that perfection like when I think about my collage work for example in the recent series I'm doing it's like perfect 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 and one of the things I love about drawing and I love about um, what I did when I was at Getaway is it's like observing and recording the imperfect. But in that, there's its own beauty. And I really enjoyed that. I think you have more of a creative license when you're not as focused on this like perfection. Stopping, looking, listening, observing, and recording. Actually, before I started drawing, I took a walk around the campsite and just really took a look at what was there. You know, what was there? Like, what was the light like? What were the trees like? What were the colors of the other cabins like? You know, what would be interesting to record? And that was like a big first step because when I'm working on other projects in my collage work, you know, that's based on images, images that already exist. And when I left, I thought, how come I don't do this more? I need to really do this a lot more. Mostly, I think what I get most excited about is like naturally framed, um, you know, just naturally framed landscapes that um, are wide open and maybe only have, they're more minimalist, but like they'll have like some kind of weird rock or like a weird shape of, you know, a tree or um, just kind of odd oddities that occur naturally and that, you know, I, I yeah, you can just stop and like, right there for you you know um yeah mostly like opened up spaces get me pretty excited like nicole sarah a photographer is drawn to imperfections in nature she went on her getaway with her husband and you could say that he's kind of what started her documentation of imperfections in a good way he has like a lot of freckles like he's the most freckly person i've ever met and i mean that's kind of like a natural you know, abnormality, but, um, he's, like, patient enough to let me, like, photograph, like, you know, his, his freckles, like, you know, on his face, and anyways, uh, it's, I think it started there, but I don't know, I think I just like imperfections, you know, and, I don't know, just kind of relax you, relax me, it's like, oh, it's okay, you don't have to, it doesn't have to be perfect. (laughs) We might not all be artists, but I think this is something we can relate to, right? Feeling the need to be perfect, that deep shame when you realize you aren't, or worse, that you think someone else thinks you aren't. But if we turn these judgments of ourselves, of our work, of our creativity, into curiosity and exploration, what happens then? Here's Nicole. The project that I did when I was at Getaway, which is a series of blind contour drawings, and that was, to me, very hands-on, also really about observing Uh, So, again, I have a lot of different facets to my practice, and Getaway really enabled me to get in touch with something that I hadn't done in a really long time, which was draw. And when I started drawing, um, I thought, oh, my God, this is, like, not what I want. It's a a big mess, but I got to keep going. And so I have the final drawing that I did. Um, that I used to make my tote bags, but I did like many, many, many drawings like that morning and the afternoon. And I had to just keep coming back to it because again, it's like a different 
focus of your brain from assembling things to observing and making something new from that. After I left the getaway, I kind of realized what I wanted to do and I wanted to make a video that was kind of like immersive rather than have like music and stuff like that. So that's why I made the sound effects only one because I, I wanted it to seem kind of like a, like a quote unquote getaway. I wanted you to just kind of like relax and see like what I saw while I was there. Nate caught our attention because of a really sweet video he made of his time at Getaway. It's a compilation of scenes from his trip with his girlfriend and their dog, and it really places you in that weekend. There's scenes of relaxing in a hammock, hands sticking out of car windows, and just the stillness of the forest around where they stayed. What's special about Nate's video is that it's not trying to convince you of anything. He just wants to show you what sights and sounds he experienced on this particular trip. It's simple. And I know a lot of people, they make travel films and they've got like really upbeat music and all that, but I just I just needed something relaxing and kind of, I mean, it's, it's a good representation of what I ex actually experienced while I was there. It's not so much for like entertainment, it's more for like just relaxation and immersion, I guess. That's what I had in mind while recording it. Getting out there and actually making a video for myself for once, it was just, it was really nice. And there's a lot of things that I want to do um, that I can't really do with weddings, but it kind of came together how I wanted it to somehow. It usually doesn't happen like that. Um, instead of trying to like copy something that I've seen or try to make another version of it, I guess I kind of do try to make something that's out of my own experiences. Just because that's, as an artist, that's kind of where all my artwork has ever taken me. For Nate, the need to be in nature, to be exploring new places, is actually what started his career in photography and video. During college, the solo trips he would take to explore different parks or trails were what kept him going through a really tough time. Back when I made my first video ever, it, it was a kind of like a travel video. It took a year and a half. I, basically after I graduated college, I didn't really get a job because I didn't really want, I felt like if I got a full-time job, then I wouldn't have time for myself. And uh, I didn't want to get like lost in the adult life. I took just like a part-time job at like a pizza place and then spent my time traveling in like the tri-state area and then made a little video over it. It was kind of like an emotional video because, I don't know, it was just like a very, very tough time. Uh, went, went to like the very bottom in life. I had family members and people that I was very close with just asking where I was all the time and like what I was doing. And like I said, it took a year and a half of my life. Uh, when I was making it, uh, it's kind of about traveling, but it's kind of about, I guess, just me experiencing things and needing to get out and kind of experience what else the world has to offer other than the regular college experience or, you know, having to worry about your friends, you know, judging you or other people or um, finding like a spouse or something like that. Like it was just, it's just kind of like about the disconnect and finding beauty in that and just being able to like live. It's only like nine minutes, believe it or not, after I've spent a year and a half of my life recording. Um, the quality is horrible. So I apologize about that. But I, I, I personally think it's the best um, work that I've made as an artist in my entire career up to this point. Oddly enough, that's what um, kickstarted me off into this entire career. It's nice to, sometimes it's nice to see that somebody else is going through the same thing that you're going through. So I guess uh, when I do make make work, it's kind of 
for myself and then I know inherently other people will see it and maybe take something out of it that's that's good at the end of the day. What struck me about Nate's story as I was talking to him is how being out in nature helped him connect both to himself but also to others. Posting work about his trips helped him find a supportive community, but just being out filming helped him live in the moment and feel present. Here's Nate. When I did start um, photography and fine art and all that, I had like my own little mantra of kind of why I did it. And it, I used to just say here and now. That's kind of what led me into my first video, The Places I Go, is because when I was out there taking a photo, I, I usually did it by myself. And I said here and now because it was just the chance to live there and just for that moment. And it was just kind of about forgetting just all like the, the crap that you're carrying with you at all times. So um, being in nature, you would just kind of get that, I guess, Zen moment. And it was just like, even for that, that one second, you, you get that feeling that kind of like you're supposed to be there. It, it was like a feeling of, of like nothingness. Like you're actually living for a second. You're not thinking you're, you're just kind of, you're, you're just existing. And that, that was a huge thing to me. It's just, it's kind of chasing that little, like, one second feeling of, of uh, I guess, nothingness. But at the same time, it just feels like everything, if that, if that makes sense. And that's that's kind of what kept me going through, like, the tough time. It's just getting away and then just forgetting about all that that baggage you have. Because everybody has their baggage. I don't care who you are. You're always carrying something with you. And for me, when I when I found out it was, it was nature is the thing that lets me just release everything. Um, that became my small addiction. The noise of nature is just so relaxing. And just being in that moment is, is what I chased for so long. Everybody's got their, their layers and their stories. I guess I was just lucky enough to document mine. The world is just very complicated and beautiful. And there's so much that nature has to offer if we took the time to really tend to it. And I feel like it feeds me in the way that I hopefully can give back to it. If that makes sense. If you're ready to get out to a cabin and reconnect with your creativity, we welcome you to apply to our Artist Fellowship Program. Or if you want to spark your creative side, enter promo code FELLOW at checkout for $20 off your getaway. You can listen to the Getaway Podcast and subscribe on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and anywhere else you listen. We'll be back next week with a new episode. Tune in to hear more from our community. To end the episode, I wanted to read a piece of writing by Getaway Artist Fellow Tamara Drake. Tamara is a visual artist, poet, student, and soon-to-be teacher. During her fellowship, she explored the value of alone time in nature and simply being present. Thank you so much for listening. You don't think about this in the city, how the birds sound. They sing songs to each other of bliss. Out here, I breathe in air in these mountains and wonder how it is to be free. Like the waters of the fall in front of me. At night, the burning wood reminds me of the birds who sing. Flames sing the way birds do, greatly and gracefully. 
flying around each other creating stories. In my eyes, there is nothing but nature, and I find myself singing.